Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to another episode of this podcast called The Dictionary, the only podcast in the world where some idiot is reading the dictionary. I was listening to the Ronan Farrow episode on Mark Maron's podcast, WTF, right before I started recording this episode, and boy, do I feel dumb. Uh, he is a very, very smart man, and uh, you know, just listening to the words he uses and the fact that he knows how to use those words... Uh, and just a very smart man in general. Uh, yeah, I just feel like, wow, I, especially when it comes to words, um, I've always been pretty dumb in that world. There's a there's a part of my brain that is lacking and, uh, you know, I stumble over words. I can't think of words. I'm learning new words. Um, this is part of the reason why I'm doing this is because there's a lot of words out there that I don't know. Um, I'm never going to comprehend them all. I'm never going to remember them all. Um, but it is helping uh, my brain in some way. Um, and I think I really, really needed that. I'm much better at visual things and math and science and stuff like that. And uh, this world of words uh, is hard for me, always has been hard for me. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's just a little bit about me. And, um, you know, I'm sure some of you are like, yeah, you are dumb. You didn't know this word. God, you're silly. Um, but I, 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 I'm doing this for myself. And if any of you are enjoying this, I, I hope you get some enjoyment out of hearing me stumble and be stupid. All right, let's talk about some words. Uh, the first word is bankrupt. B-A-N-K-R-U-P-T. It is the first form. It is a noun from 1533. 1A, a person who has done any of the acts that by law entitle creditors to have his or her estate administered for their benefit. 1B, a person judiciously declared subject to having his or her estate administered under the bankrupt laws for the benefit of creditors. 1C, a person who becomes solvent. 2 a person who is completely lacking in a particular desirable quality or attribute, as in a moral bankrupt. This is a modified form or version of Middle Fr French uh, and Old Italian Middle French bancarute, B-A-N-Q-U-E-R-O-U-T-E. That means bankruptcy. From Old Italian bancarata, from banca, which means bank, plus rata, which means broken. So banca rata is banca plus rata, which means basically broken bank. Uh, and that's uh, from Latin rupta, which is the feminine of raptas, which is from the verb rompere, which means to break. And there's more at the word bank and reave, R-E-A-V-E. -E. Uh, so broken bank is where we go get the word bankrupt. Uh, now we have the second form of bankrupt. It is an adjective from 1566, 1A, uh, reduced to a state of financial ruin. Synonym is impoverished, specifically legally declared a bankrupt, as in the company went bankrupt. 1B, of or relating to bankrupts or bankruptcy, as in bankrupt laws. 2A, we have the synonyms broken and ruined as in a bankrupt professional career. 2b, exhausted of valuable qualities. Synonym is sterile or sterile, however you want to say that. As in, 
a bankrupt old culture. 2C, synonym is destitute, and it is used with the word of or in, as in bankrupt of all merciful feelings. Now we have the third form of bankrupt. It is a verb from 1588, and it looks like it's just transitive. One, to reduce to bankruptcy. Number two, synonym is impoverish, as in defections had bankrupted the party of its brain power. What an interesting example. Defections had bankrupted the party of its brain power. I wonder if that's a quote from something. Uh, and then at the end, we have a synonym, which is the word deplete. Now we have the word bankruptcy. It is a noun from 1700. One, the quality or state of being bankrupt. Two, utter failure or impoverishment. Next is bank shot. It is two words, and uh, we talked about this a little bit in, uh, I guess that was the last episode uh, with the word bank. Uh, so, bank shot. It is a noun from 1800. One, a shot in billiards and pool in which a player banks the cue ball or the object ball. Uh, so, I guess that would be the ball that is hit uh, by the cue ball. Number two, a shot in basketball to rebound from the backboard into the basket. Now, I want to go play some billiards. Uh, I really don't get a chance to do that too often. Oh, I have funny stories about billiards, but I'm not going to tell them on this podcast. Uh, all right, next we have Bankshia. B-A-N-K-S-I-A. Uh, it is a noun from 1783. Any of a genus of Australian evergreen trees or shrubs of the Protea family with alternate leathery leaves and flowers in dense cylindrical heads. We'll uh, see if we can post a picture of this one. This is uh, New Latin. It's a genus name from Sir Joseph Banks, uh, who I'm guessing first named this uh, Australian evergreen tree, Banksia. Um, no, I think I said Banksia. It's more Banksia. So Banksia, because his last name was Banks. Next, we have Bankside. It is a noun from the 15th century. The slope of a bank, especially of a stream. So it's the side that has the bank of a river or a stream. Next is banner, B-A-N-N-E-R. It is the first form. It is a noun from the 13th century. 1A, a piece of cloth attached by one edge to a staff and used by a leader uh, and as his standard used by a leader as his standard. And then in parentheses, after leader, it says, as a monarch or feudal lord. Uh, if you know To use a recent example, uh, if any of you are fans of Game of Thrones, you see banners all the time in that show. Uh, and also people talking about banners. Uh, Bannermen, um, which is not in the dictionary, but it's you know the people who hold the banners, the people who have pledged allegiance uh, to that leader, that monarch, that feudal lord, whatever they are. Uh, yeah, that's what that is. Uh, now we have 1B, and we just have the number one definition for the second form of flag. 1C, uh, one presented as an award or honor. Let me try that again. One presented as an award of honor or distinction. Two, a headline in large type running across a newspaper page. Three, a strip of cloth on which a sign is painted, as in, 
Welcome banners stretched across the street. Oh, yeah, you see that a lot, especially in movies and TV shows. Um, I guess they happen in the real world, too, but usually I see them in movies and TV shows. Four, a name, slogan, or goal associated with a particular group or ideology. As in, the new banner is community control. That was in quotes. Uh, And that is a quote from F.M. Herchinger. Uh, recently, I said that I was going to try and start finding where these quotes are from, um, and after a few episodes of doing that, I kind of decided to stop doing that because, um, first of all, I can't even find maybe half of them or more, and um, you know, it just takes a little bit more mental effort that I sometimes don't feel like doing. Uh, so if I'm motivated, maybe I'll go look up where this quote is from, uh, but sometimes it's kind of hard, actually, to find where the quote is from. And uh, so if you are curious where this quote from F.M. Hetchinger came from, uh, which is the new banner is community control, then you should go look it up. Uh, And so just to finish off this number four definition, it says it's often used with the word under, as in every new administration arrives under the banner of change. And that is a quote from John Cogley, C-O-G-L-E-Y. Number five an advertisement graphic that runs usually across the top of a worldwide web page. And this is calling out the datedness a little bit of this book, um, which I think is from 2012, although I can't remember. Uh, I don't feel like we really use the phrase World Wide Web anymore. Uh, there's all, all obviously www.whatever.com or .whatever, uh, but people don't usually say the World Wide Web. Uh, so... This definition needs to be updated a little bit and probably has been updated. Um, All right, next we have the second form. No, uh, we're going to talk about the etymology. Uh, It is from Middle English, banere, something like that, from Anglo-French of Germanic origin, akin to the Gothic word bandwo, which means sign, probably akin to the Greek phainin, which means to show, and there's more at the word fancy. Uh, so feigning must be related to fancy, so it's very showy and fancy. That's that's the relationship I'm thinking of for that one. Uh, all right, now we have the second form of banner. It is a transitive verb from 1809. One, to furnish with a banner. Two, to print as a news story under a banner usually on the front page. The third form of banner is an adjective from 1840. One, prominent in support of a political party, as in a banner democratic country. Number two, distinguished from all others, especially in excellence, as in a banner year for business. Now we have banneret. Uh, It is the first form. It is a noun from the 14th century. A knight That is K-N-I-G-H-T, like a knight in shining armor. A knight leading his vassals into the field under his own banner. A banneret. Um, Now we have the second form of banneret. It is, uh, by the way, I didn't spell it before. It's the word banner with an E-T. And in this second form, it could be with an E-T-T-E. Like, you know, a little thing. Uh, This is a noun from the 14th century, and it is just a small banner. Very, very tiny. You can just stick it in your pocket. Next, we have banner roll. It is a noun from 1548, and we have the synonym banderole. Uh, we must have read that a while ago, and I don't remember what that means. 
Last word for this episode is Bannister, B-A-N-N-I-S-T-E-R, and it is a variation of Bannister with only one N, and uh, go back a few episodes to learn what that is. Uh, So we need to pick a word of the episode. I'm going to pick Banksia as the word because it was um, probably the most unique of all the words here, other than maybe Bannister or maybe Bannerol. I don't know. I don't know what a Bannerol is. Anyway, Banksia is the word of the episode. Thank you very much for joining me and listening to me banter on about words that start with the letter B in this case and eventually C and D, and you get the picture. Thank you and goodbye.